On today's episode, our two hosts, Dean and Randy, sit down to discuss the friends you keep and the company you hold close to you in your life and what that means to you. The old saying, birds of a feather flock together, is exactly what we talk about in today's episode of The Legion Lifestyle. If you haven't already, give us a follow on whatever platform you are listening to us on, along with a five-star review. That really helps us get out to as many people as we possibly can, and that is what's going to help us grow the Legion. Without any further ado, let's get into the show. Men and women of the Legion, welcome to Legion Lifestyle. Together, we can grow the Legion. Together, we can change the world. Together, we can unlock our true potential. Now, how do we do that? By sharing the show, by spreading the word about our mission to leave the world better than we found it, by inspiring you to live the Legion lifestyle. That is the way of the Legion. Welcome to Legion Lifestyle. I'm your host, Dean. Nobody asked for it. Nobody wants it, but we're giving it to you anyways. We have a Dean and Randy episode for you. And to start this one off, I figured I would uh, go with a little quote that I I found on the Facebooks. Um, You know Anthony Bourdain, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you don't know Anthony Anthony Bourdain, I don't know what what the show is called. He basically travels around trying food and stuff like that on the Food Network, right? Is it called the Anthony Bourdain Show? I don't fucking know. Anyways, he had a show with food and stuff, but there's a quote from Sorry, is that the one who committed suicide? Did he either committed suicide or got suicided? I think there's a conspiracy theory around that. Okay. I, I was just making sure that was the same one. I like a lot of his stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I remember watching some of his stuff growing up. But So his quote here says, eat at a local restaurant tonight, get the cream sauce, have a cold pint at four o'clock in a mostly empty bar, go somewhere you've never been, listen to someone you may have nothing in common with, order the steak rare, eat an oyster, have a Negroni, have two. Be open to a world where you may not understand or agree with the person next to you, but have a drink with them anyways. Eat slowly. Tip your server. Check in on your friends. Check in on yourself. Enjoy the ride. Simply put, expand your horizons. Yeah, it's just, and that kind of connected with me because I used to travel for work. I traveled all over North America, spent some time in Canada. I've been everywhere, every state. Don't forget about Ohio. I spent a lot of time in Ohio. (laughs) And I learned a lot from those times. I through that travel, I learned that you know, growing up, especially in small town Iowa, right? Like we keep to ourselves. We don't really go out of our uh, comfort zones, and we are in our bubble very much. So. Yeah, very much so. And but doing that, like I started having a drink with a stranger at an airport bar, and going out to things and and by myself or getting off work from the project I was doing and going out to just a bar to have a burger and a beer and. You know, just by myself at four o'clock and uh, just experiencing and, and talking to people. And the lessons that I learned through that time honestly changed me to the core and really made me kind of who I am today. Because uh, those of you know, new listeners out there, like I'm, I'm only 25, but I have experience kind of beyond my years because I have done all these things. And I made it a point to go out of my way to do all of that stuff and experience those things, talk to these people. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine last night and about how like I've I'm very proud of the man that I've created myself to be. And she had said uh, something along the lines of uh, like, well, you must have really good friends around you. I'm like, well, it's not even people I know. Like I had a lot of mentors along the way, but some of them are strangers at airport bars. that I will never see again in my entire life. 
And some of them are people I've known for years and some of them are people I just spent a weekend with, you know, so there's lessons to be learned everywhere, experiences to be had and every new experience, whether it's good or bad or whether you like it or you don't like it, I think is extremely important to go and experience it anyways, because it's going to further evolve you as a person, as a man or as a woman. It's very much character building. Like you take everything that you get and you, whether you use it on a regular basis or not, it it changes you and you adapt to it. So you now have more knowledge to go forward and it, it shapes your perspective moving forward. Exactly. It's just, if you live in this closed bubble, like even, even if you stay in a small, small town and never leave it, if you, if you never see what's beyond that, then you will never know there's more out there. It's like a, a one saying that I heard from somewhere at some point in my life is you can't describe the ocean to a frog who lives in a well. Be like, yeah, there's a vast, body of water where you can't even see the other side and a frog that lives in the well is just gonna be like yeah sure whatever and you're like oh yeah no it's deep no you, you can't even comprehend how deep it is and there's just fish and he's like what's a fish you know if you never broaden your horizons to understand what more is out there for you you'll never understand the potential that you have in the, the world around you has yeah you definitely have to put yourself out there and kind of be vulnerable because i know that's it's a scary thing to want to try new things that are that you've never done because you don't know. Yeah. So like, of course it's going to be a little scary, but like that could be life changing. So like denying yourself that experience. I mean, that's just a shame. Like it, it's waste. Yeah. You're just doing a disservice to yourself by staying and living in your comfort zone. You know, think like if you never would have tried a, a say like ice cream ever, like, well, this is different. It's cold. Like what? Why would I want that? If you never would have tried it, you never would have understood how good it is and probably never would have gotten fat in the first place. But anyways, it's a sad point. <laughs> <laughs> but if you never would have gone out of your comfort zone to try it, you never would have learned how much you love it. And that's the same with everything. Yeah, no, you you just have to really, like I said, put yourself out there. And unfortunately, for people that are closed off like that, when you're around other people who are the opposite, it kind of like holds them back too. like not saying everybody, but like potentially family members or spouses and stuff like that. So if you're unwilling to like evolve and like try new things and it kind of hinders other people from growing as well. Exactly. And, you know, what's the saying? Birds of a feather flock together, you know, so it, it, maybe you're trying to experience new things and the people around you are holding your back, too. I know that was a, an issue that I kind of had with some friends that I was hanging around more often than not is they were all doing the same thing, going out drinking, partying. And again, this is one of the reasons that I'm as experienced as I am for being as young as I am is because I made it a point to stop the partying and to stop the going out and drinking and, and doing all this random bullshit to try and further myself along my own path, my own evolution. And so many people, I think, do themselves a disservice by going out and drinking and doing all this stuff and not that it's not a bad to drink but like just the excessiveness of it and i you know i work security at a pretty big bar in town here and the, the people that are in there the regulars like i love my regulars but yeah. at the same time they're in there all night friday saturday sometimes on wednesday sometimes on thursdays every weekend all night spending all their spare money and yeah, I, I love to see them, but at the same time, it's like, I feel bad for them. And at the same time, I used to be that too. Well, when we talked about that bubble, that that's inside that bubble here. Oh, yeah. yeah, so that's unfortunate, but um, people definitely get stuck. I personally, on a like a lighter note, I 
have like issues with like flying. So, and Megan's traveled so many different places and countries. And so she's had, she just wants to go, go, go. And, you know, we wanted for our honeymoon, which we didn't get a chance because of COVID. And it was just a nightmare trying to get on a plane and, you know, passports and everything. So we want to go to Ireland to celebrate. And so essentially we haven't done that yet. So like, cause I'm scared of flying. So baby steps is we're going to go to Florida. We're going to take a small flight. So I'm trying to expand my horizons because it's not something that I'm too keen on, but like, I also need to try more. And I also don't want to hold her back from like doing stuff that she loves. Yeah, exactly. And fears in my opinion are something that they're, they're put there in your life to be conquered. They're, they're, they're meant to be some kind of stepping stone in your life. And you have, like we've talked about many times, you have two options when it comes to things like that, like a fear, you can either adapt to it and you can get over it and move past it. Or you can never move past it in your entire life. And, you know, my saying of adapt or die, like, you know, you can either move past it or you can stay where you are. And if you stay where you are, you will never progress. You will never be more than what you are now. And if you're happy with that, that's fine. No, no, you know, nothing against you for that. But if you aren't happy with where you are in life, you need to be able to get past those fears. And, you know, like you with your flying, like they're like with my traveling job i was on a plane twice three times a week yeah i knew that wasn't anything for you yeah and so for me like the first time i flew like it's a little nervous a little nerve-wracking but it's really not that bad but at the same time if you never get over that fear you will never experience these things and i mean granted you could always you know road trip it take trains take boats do all that stuff and it's going to take longer and arguably you know might get more experience out of it but yeah, at the same time, like it's just, it's something that people need to experience. Like it's, it's a hardship set that it's important to go through them. Yeah, most definitely. And also you can't drive to Ireland, so I have to like figure yeah. this out. <laughs> I mean, or you can wait till it gets really, really cold. Maybe you can drive across the ocean if you're really lucky. <laughs> no, um, the thing I always hate is when people throw out this statistic, they'd be like, oh, well, you're more likely to die in a car crash than a plane crash. And I'm like, yeah, but how many plane fender benders? like <laughs> yeah you know what i mean normally when there's a plane crash that's a you done yeah unless we got solely on board well i think it's, it might just be a control thing too because when you're driving you're in control whether you know it's a plane like very true you're just there it's up to everyone else you know yeah and, and i mean it's probably a bit of both and you know i'm also scared of heights it's just you know kind of ironic for somebody yeah. so short <laughs> five seven i'm not super short but i'm not really tall yeah but, I mean, I just, I got to work past it. Like, I want to go experience new things. Megan wants to experience new things. And, you know, I want to experience new things with her. It's the whole point. You know what I mean? Like, this is our life together that we're building. And so I want to, like, build these memories with her. So I need to, like, just man the fuck up and get to it. And just, like, all right, even if I'm not so keen on this, like, we make sacrifices for each other. I need to do this. Yeah. I'll be honest, I'm, I'd am i be terrified to fly to Ireland, but that's just because I'm a big dude and airplane seats suck, man. Unless I had the money for first class, and even then, I don't think I'd like it. Uh, well, Megan's dad was telling us about their first class, and it was like almost like a like a bed-type thing they had. It was massive space oh. for them. Like It was really nice. So like he's like, you pay, but like man, it is a comfortable ride. And, oh, you yeah. are spa- and I'm like, all right, well, we, we, might, we might do that. We well, might have some space. I it, yeah, if you got the money to save up, I would 100% recommend doing that. That was one of the nice things when I was traveling all the time. Is I was like the diamond plus whatever the fuck for Delta, 
and I got upgraded to first class all the time because I would always either fly first thing in the morning or, you know, one of the last flights of the yeah. day uh, coming and going wherever I was going. Shout out. Perks of the job was you got to test drive a shit ton of rental oh, yeah. cars. Yeah. Up until cause when I stopped, I stopped doing that job in it's been almost two years. Yeah. Damn, yeah. It's been damn near been two years, about a year and a half since I quit. Because you, you went to the... Um, you did the uh, electrician apprenticeship for a little while before you yeah, did yeah. that. So I you did. were there for like, I think, 10 months, were you? The electrician. I did that. I'm trying to think. I don't, dude, time is irrelevant. Man. Yeah. I think you were there just under a year because I yeah, think you've been I, at your current job think, over a year now. Yeah. Because I started this job in February of last year that I'm at now. And let's see. That so, about adds up time frame wise. Yeah. I, I think it would have been about. Six, seven months I was at the other job, give or take. Yeah. Maybe eight. I don't know. Something in that. So, but yeah, no, I did the traveling job for just under two years, I believe. Yeah, dude, you were a lot of places. Yeah. Which for an already mentally unstable young kid whose father had just died and all this other shit happened. Yeah, it was not the best decision for me to do. But at the same time, I think. But the growth. Yeah. I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Because I would not be nearly the person I am today. Shout uh, out to that it. video of uh, your friend eating shit on the scooter <laughs> in Ohio. Yeah, dude. Oh, that's a great story. Uh, yeah, so we were... Uh, I spent a lot of time in Columbus, Ohio. When I first started my traveling job, I uh, basically lived in Columbus, Ohio for give or take three months. And uh, one... Uh, so the project... What are the project manager, project supervisor? I don't know what his role that was anymore. But he was there with me. We were staying in the same hotel. And I they wouldn't let me get a rental car yet. And he didn't want a rental car because he bought uh, one of those electric scooters. You know, you see him in all the cities now. But yeah. he, he bought his own. So his went a lot faster than the regular rental ones what it did. So we're like, fuck it. Let's grab some scooters and go downtown. I'm like, I don't give a shit. So we pre-gamed a little bit, had a couple of uh, drinks in, in his hotel room. And then we hopped on the you know, electric scooters and went downtown in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, by the way, if you go to Columbus, Ohio, go on North High Street. It's so much fun. Um, I, yeah, I've had so much fun there. I want to go back. Oddly enough, Columbus, Ohio is probably one of my favorite cities that I have been to out of the entire country, weirdly enough. <clears throat> I want to say there's probably so many people that could disagree with you. but Oh, like, yeah, yeah. For, <laughs> for sure, for sure. I personally have had more fun there than anywhere else. That's true. But anyway, so we went out for a very successful night drive. So many videos of us drunkenly scooting down the the north high street and you know we basically just went to the south end and just worked our way up bar hopping the entire time and got pretty pretty good uh good going there <laughs> to the point where you shouldn't have been scooting anymore <laughs> we shouldn't have been walking anymore <laughs> but uh we had gone oh let's see we we're on our way back we were, we were literally about 500 yards away from the hotel and my scooter hit like a like a dead zone. So like different zones for those scooters where like if you go outside of it, it basically goes down like five miles an hour. And it's like, hey, you shouldn't be here. Because I think we're on like a main road or something. They don't want me to be there. But I gotcha. You know, we were there anyways. And so I'm going like five miles an hour long. And so his goes like even you know, when I'm not in a dead zone, his goes like ten miles an hour faster than mine did. That not at the time I was pretty hefty. I mean, I'm still big, but I was a lot bigger then. Yeah. And he was like, just, you know, swerving back and forth in front of me. And then we, 
we get going and his so his his scooter had an underglow of like light LED <laughs> lights on the bottom. And, and the he's scooter just, from Fast and the Furious. Dude, and he's just he's cruising along, like going doing S's in, in front of me and just you Ooh. know being a being a dick because I'm going slow and he's taunting me. Cause I'm going slow and I'm kicking, trying to go faster. He went a little wide with that S, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, well, then he's going along and he goes and starts to bank back to the left. And I just see the underglow come up. I see his red shoes about four feet off the ground. And he, Superman, flies for a solid 10 feet, going like 20, 30 mile an hour. Damn. Because <laughs> what happened was uh, there was a, a sewer grate. Like on the like a like a storm drain, yeah, and it was recessed like eight inches, and he didn't see it, and he hit that thing, and Ooh. it just threw him, and he just crumpled in the middle of the road, and like there's traffic behind us, and I'm like just trying to direct him around because he's just on the ground not moving. I'm like, oh shit, is he dead? I was laughing so hard. Of course, I have a video of him. Like, you know, I'll just scoot. this is what happens when you get drunk and scoot down. Dude, there was so a lot of blood. Dude, now he was bleeding pretty good. He split his chin open, didn't he? Yeah, no, he 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 cut his eye open, broke his glasses, uh, he cracked three ribs. Ooh, and uh, yeah, I don't know if he took the scooter much after that one, but he he was in rough shape and he broke his glasses. No, that's I, probably what gashed his eye open was the frames. Yeah, I, I think it was the ground actually. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> could have either or. Yeah, no, that was. God, I laughed so hard on the side of the road after that. Isn't that funny? Like, that's a male's response to shit like that is like, we laugh until we know, like, how serious. Like, we laugh and then, like, you're really hurt. We're like, all right, shit, let's get 911 or something. Well, for me, it's like, like, something happens. Oh, shit, let's go. You know, you're in go mode. But as soon as you realize, okay, he's not that bad. He's alive. We don't need to. Now, this is hilarious. You fucking idiot. Am I, after watching Jackass for all the years, I kind of just, like, laugh unless I see something, like, really gory. Well, if it's you know a, what I mean? Well, like, if he had yeah. wrecked, I'd be like, ha and I'd be like, dude, are you all right? And if he'd been, like, not moving for a while, I'd have been like, yeah. all right, well, I'm, I'm going to hold off on the laughter for a moment. And then if he'd have been, like, woken up, then I'd be like, dude, you caught yeah. so much Because, like, if it's a buddy of mine, like, my first response is medic mode. Second response is I'm going to make fun of you. Yeah. And, and it's going to the, the emotional damage is going to be worse than the physical damage by the time I'm done with you. <laughs> and they think they mean emotional, emotional damage. damage. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Uncle Roger. Ryan. What a saint. But yeah, and so he got him back to the hotel, and that was hilarious. The funny part is, is that was not the first time that that has happened. That was, I mean, well, it was the first one, but that happened again with a different coworker in California. I don't know if I told you about this one or not. I don't think so. So this one was towards the end of my career traveling, and me and one of my other coworkers, Kyle, he was another FST. We were there working on the same thing together, and we took the scooters out. Because it's California, we don't want to take the cars. And so, even though I had a fucking challenger, it was nice. And uh, uh, shout out, Dodge. Please sponsor the podcast. Uh, <laughs> give me a challenger. Uh, before you before <laughs> you completely stop making them. Exactly. Just just give me a Hellcat and we'll be cool. I will always shout out that company if they give me things. I'll shout out any company if they give me things. I'm a whore for free shit. <laughs> but anyways, so we <laughs> took the scooters out. And we were trying to find a bar that was open. We found one, like, little Mexican restaurant. We had a couple drinks there, and they were closing soon because it was, like, mid-COVID times. And so we had a uh, uh, – trying to find another bar that was going to be open later. We did find one. And, oh, man, I have so many traveling stories. And so we were sitting there. Uh, well, we, well, we walk, go to walk inside. And, like, oh, we're at capacity inside. and go sit outside, though. Something cool. So I go sit at a table. Kyle's like, I'm going to go take a piss. He walks inside. to go take a piss. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, uh, the – bartender guy comes out to me he's like well you guys want some drinks and 
and uh he was a little flamboyant but you know i didn't think i don't really give a shit and uh so i'm like yeah just uh i'll t- two budweiser's and then um get, get around the shots get one for yourself too he's like what do you want i'm like god surprise me whatever he's like you want a blowjob i'm like uh, hold on hold on <laughs> i'm like dude bro we just met what's i don't like what's in it <laughs> no he's like for me <laughs> <laughs> well, well no like, that, that's how i took it because i yeah. never heard of the shot of blowjob before so i'm like uh he's like the shot and i'm like oh okay he's like i'm like yeah sure whatever <laughs> So he brings the shots out. <laughs> oh man, that would have been so hilarious. I, I, I was, I froze. I'm like, oh, we just met, dude. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, I'm ready. To not, you know, buy me a couple drinks and maybe, but not right off the bat. Don't touch the beard. <laughs> My eyes are open, your buddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh shit! But now, so he, you know, we had a good night there. But then on the way back. Uh, to the hotel, you know, he was doing the same shit, swerving back and forth. Except the he caught the he he banked too hard and caught the kickstand on the pavement. Oh no! And it just yeeted him to the ground. Arguably, he was worse off. Um, he, like he didn't crack a rib or anything, but he cut his face up. He was bleeding a lot. I have the pictures of that. There's a pile of blood on the ground. His rings went flying out because he wore a lot of rings. He's got a whole punk rock vibe to him. Had a his, punk rock, had a punk rock vibe to him. No, that, a, that pavement took that out of him real quick. He's in a punk concrete vibe now. Yeah, but no, so he, he split his lip open. Pretty, oh. I think he, I think he bit a hole through his lip almost. But no, he, he went down hard, and uh, that one I immediately started laughing my fucking ass off. I, I mean, I had to kind of drag him off to the side. I'm like, uh, and then he like he destroyed that scooter too. Like he fucked it up because <laughs> <laughs> it had like a little headlight on it, totally smashed damn <laughs> oh man so yeah um i haven't ridden one since then because i'm like i dude third time's the charm i know it's gonna be me next so i'm not gonna take my chances that's fair i think that's also a good segue into what we were gonna talk about about how like the people we surround ourselves with uh yeah change our yeah. experience exactly no Exactly. I mean, the people like I probably would have never done any of those things if it weren't for the influence of the the people I was with and alcohol and alcohol, which, you know, that's some that's something in your life. Shout you know, out to blowjob. <laughs> the drink. <laughs> and the other. <laughs> You're right. The one I like arguably more. <laughs> oh, this is boy. why Megan's got it. This is why we <laughs> this is why we don't do us episodes. Tina Randy episodes for the win, man. <laughs> This is great. Um, oh, fuck. But yeah, so the people you keep in your life are very, very important. I mean, look around. I, I always say, like, look at your friends. See where they are in life. See what they're doing. Because that's how you are and that's how you're going to be. Like, you're you're only going to progress as far as your friend group is. Yeah, they're very influential on you. Whether you see it in the moment <laughs> or not, like, if they're making progress in life, typically, you know, you see in groups that other people are, too. Like, it's like an unknowing type thing where you guys are all moving forward. If you got people that are kind of stagnant and just kind of like not accomplishing much, like those people tend to gravitate towards each other. Like, and that's how they like get by with just being in that mindset. Yeah. I mean, look at all of the highest performing people in the world. They only surround themselves with other high performing people because you it only, reinforces that mindset. Yeah, only someone striving in an upward progression can in influence a person going in an upward direction to go even further higher. 
because if you know for me for example i would not be where i am and who i am today if i had still been hanging around with people who uh, still don't do anything to this day. They still do the same thing. They're still the same people in the same places because they, they don't, they haven't changed at all. And if you stay around those people who aren't going anywhere and they aren't doing anything and they've been the exact same version of themselves for years, you're not going to progress at all. Uh, I, I've, I've met so many people that have wanted to progress forward in life. They've wanted to do more and be more. And yet they hang around fucking losers. They hang around people who don't do anything and they expect to be going upwards. It's, it's all crab bucket mentality. Like if you're hanging out with a bunch of fucking losers at the bottom of the barrel and you try to go upwards, they're going to do their damnedest to pull you down because they don't want to see you succeed. They want to see you stay where they are. You know, like when I started my, my whole journey to this and like, okay, I think I need to stop drinking and I think I need to stop going out. Well, I was getting the call that I'm like, where are you? Why aren't you at the bar? Why aren't you like, and I'd go out with them anyways. And they'd be like, I just want to see you drunk. Let me just buy you a drink. Like, like why don't you drink with us? I'm like, cause this, is, this doesn't align with my values anymore. Like I'm trying to do something to be more. And eventually I just had to re- face the harsh truth of like, I just can't be around these people anymore. Like I have to go and find like-minded individuals. And that's why like my friends, uh, you know, like, Besides like you and Megan and a couple like a select few who I've known for throughout the years who have also kind of, you know, been evolving themselves. And but like all of my friends that I, I talk to and I see and hang out with, they're at the gym they're, or they're, you know, a couple guys at work. Like I don't really have a whole lot of friends outside of here because a lot of people outside of my routine, which is work, work, work in the gym. Yeah. Is they don't align with what I'm doing. And half the time I just hang out with people at work because they're at work. And they're the people I have to hang out with. But like when I go to the gym, I hang out with those people and I like to talk to them because they are all committed to being better, whether it might just be physically, they might not, you know, be into the whole spectrum of the, uh, but they're aiming upward in some way. And so it's like those kind of people are healthy to be around. They're, they're trying to improve and trying to be better. But if, you know, like, uh, rather than the people that just make excuses and shift blame and focus on like why they aren't doing anything. Exactly. Yeah. Like if, if your friends see you trying to do something better and they're like, why would you do that? Like, well, I can't do that because of this, 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 and this. I'm like, why are you, why are you being around that person? Like what value are they bringing to your life other than somebody to talk to you? I dude, I had that happen all the time when I was like originally losing weight, like, cause I used to be the fattest friend in the group. And so like, I was cool to have around because I made everybody else feel better. Yeah. That was like heavier, but it wasn't as heavy as me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, well, it's great. Randy's around because like. Now I'm not the fattest one here. You yeah. Know? yeah. Then it the, the dynamic and the friendship started to change when I started to lose weight and get in shape. And I was no longer the biggest one in the group. And then, you know, the, you could just tell the vibe was different with them. And then so I just realized that I. I still wanted to be friends with them. You know what I mean? Because I was trying to do the better. I was like, I still want to be your guys' friends just because I'm getting fit doesn't mean I don't want to be around you. But honestly, there's just a point to where that's just almost not feasible anymore with yeah. the way they're choosing to live their lifestyle because like, it's almost like they got a little jealous. And I'm not saying that's everybody's like, oh, jealous of me. But I'm just saying in the situation that you're making a lot of improvements and they're not, like there's like an animosity that builds up. And yeah. like, because they don't want to put in the work and it's like, I'm all over here doing all this. And then they don't want to like be understanding of like, Hey, I have, I'm only eating so much this day for calories or, Hey, I have, 
I have to go hit the gym for like an hour and a half or whatever. And then we can hang out. They're like, oh, well, we're going to go do this now. And I'm like, well, I can't go then. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not going to give up this for that. Yeah. You know, I, if we were, I feel like if you were a really great friend, you would be more understanding that I have to dedicate some time to this. Like if it was an emergency and you needed me, I would skip out on the gym, of course. But like, yeah. you just want to go hang at the mall or go see a movie or something. We can go see a movie in a couple hours. Like, let me do my gym work. And they just, that's just their mindset. It was always an excuse and it was always on their terms and stuff. And I just like, you realize like you can't make it work. Yeah. Unfortunately. And that was their mindset. And so then I moved away from them and then shifted towards people that were, that I started meeting while I was going on my journey. And then my mindset, my mindset really changed gears when I was around people like that. Like I went into like, full like hyper mode of like moving forward yeah and it's it's very uh i hope this is the right word but introspective i think is when you like look inward towards your own friend group and look around because who who you are hanging out with is who you are and so if i mean if you look out look around like oh man all my friends like they don't do anything like they have they're not interesting people they're not high achievers or high earners they're not making a bunch of money they're not striving to be better they don't have any hobbies all they do is go to work complain bitch and moan do nothing about it just do the same repeat bullshit well i've got some bad news for you but if that sounds like you and like your friend group then you're probably doing the same exact thing and yeah you can be like oh well i don't i'm not that bad I'm like no you are if you're hanging around those people you are because the only way if you're going to succeed is if you hang around people that are also going to succeed. Now, if you're hanging out with people who are content and happy at being at the bottom of the barrel, but they're more than willing to support you along your journey, keep them around because those are real motherfuckers. But at the same time, if they don't understand and they're unwilling to support your decision to try and better yourself, get rid of them. Just do yourself the favor now and just get rid of them. Some people... You know, I think it's important to know that, like, not everybody wants to be the best in every aspect in life. You know what I mean? Like, some people are like, I want to be super healthy and fit. Cool. As far as, like, work comes, like, I don't really want to be upper management. I don't want to do that. I'm fine being, you know, a grunt worker, and I like what I do, and this is where I feel great doing it. Dude, kudos to you. Like, that's what you, the decision you made, and you don't complain about it. That That's the big difference is like you don't have somebody constantly complaining about not making advancements and like not doing anything about it. These people are like, I'm happy and this is what I'm doing and I'm great with it. Like I could be your friend all day, like very self-aware. You know what I mean? You're you're very in tune with who you are as a person and I can respect that. Yeah. And I, I mean, I fell in the trap. To, I used to complain and bitch and moan about everything all of the time. I mean, you probably even know, like, I just, I was, I was very negative. I mean, my job too, dude, you've heard me. Yeah. Like, I've had to like kind of disassociate myself to where like, this is just a paycheck. Exactly. Like, and I mean, I do that with my job now. I mean, like I've said before, like my, my, my day job, like it's not my favorite thing in the world. It's your day job. But it's my day job. Like I, I go to it and honestly I do, I love it for the routine. And I love it because of the routine for my meals. I can bring my meals and have my meals on time. I have, you know, and it's, it's very laid back and chill. So it is, it's, it is a good job. But if this I, isn't my career. If I was where I was like, two years ago, oh, I would hate this so much. I'd be bitching and moaning, complaining. Like even when I started the job, like I was, I was not the happiest. But And I can't even really describe for sure what it was that clicked in my head where now like I almost look forward to going. And like it's just... I don't know. Everything is temporary. Like if, if 
if you get to a point in life where you're not happy or content, like you can just go do something different, like go get a different job. It's it's whatever. I mean, yeah, that goes for everything. Like when people are unhappy in a marriage, why stay together? Yes. This is not a dig at my wife for anybody that's wondering. <laughs> I'm very happy with Megan. No, but like why would you guys make yourself suffer like that? Yeah. Like if at a point in time you're like, this isn't working, move on. Like exactly. time is limited. It, it's just like you were, you were talking the other day, like like the fear of of the unknown is always it, it's huge. Like we don't want to go into that thing that's uncomfortable. So it's a lot easier and more comfortable to just stay in this unhealthy relationship. But like, where's that going to put you? Like, yeah, you, get, you guys can, you know, say you've been together for eight, nine, ten years or whatever. But if you get to a point where like your values separate and you guys become different people, it's we're all human. None of us are ever done evolving. And yeah, it might suck. And I know like, uh, you know, like if everyone wants things to be like our grandparents where like you get married and you're just, that's your person for the rest of your life through good or bad or whatever. I'm like, fuck that. No, like, no. like if you get to the point where like you're not happy and the other person is not happy, then go experience the life. Like go do something different. Yeah, it'd be like if your significant other passed away and you're like, oh, well, I'm not going to find anybody else. No, like you deserve somebody still. Yeah. Like you doesn't mean you can't and like it's not even just like you know like a spouse but like your friendships like who you know because for most people i think we've touched on it before dean 25 i'm 33 so like we have a bit of an age gap so fast forward 10 years who we are as friends right now our dynamic will be different to some extent in 10 years yeah like there's it's not ever going to stay the same like it could still be great but it could be great in a different way yeah. like that's how things evolve. We, as people, are evolving, so our friendship is going to evolve and change along the way. It's not ever going to stay stagnant because we aren't either. Exactly. And, and you and I, we've known each other for, what, five, five years? Probably about take. five years, yeah. And we are drastically different people than when we first met. And we've evolved on our own, but we've connected and we've, yeah. you know, been able to maintain a friendship through it all. And we've, you know, been supportive of each other and everything that we do because we're in similar uh, if we alignment. didn't even start off as like really good friends, we just like casually just chatted with each bros. other and we just kind of kept casually chatting with each other. And over the years, it's strengthened and, you know, now we do a podcast together. Yeah. Um, But like it's constantly changing. And now like I got married and like you're friends with my wife and stuff like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Like it's like we're evolving as we go. Like things are changing. And in another year, you know, something could happen. We One of us could adopt values and we could absolutely fucking hate each other. Like, it's it's totally possible, but at the same time, if it ever gets to the point of, like, us not, like, seeing eye to eye on life anymore, then, you know, I it's mean... We can, it's not like we can't take a break, you know what yeah. I mean? I think we've always been open about, like, what well, we see differently. Like, not everybody's meant to agree on everything. Like, exactly. we can be accepting of like, people having differing opinions and views on stuff. And you can be... I think it's a very important field to understand, too. Like, you can be friends with people who don't see eye to eye, to eye with you, like... Like uh, that quote from Anthony Bourdain, like, you know, uh, go have a drink with somebody that you might not agree with, you know, go have that discussion, that topic. Like I have a few friends where I don't agree with everything they say, but I love them for that because they give me a different perspective on things. I prefer personally love to see different perspectives and different views on things, and I can still maintain friendships with them. They might not be the closest person. They might be on the outskirts of my inner table, but they're still friends to me. And you can have friends that like, so like your friends right now, if they're toxic, you can still be friends with them. You can still talk to them. You can still hang out with them. But 
distance yourself from them a, a little bit because if they're not aligning with where you're trying to be, you need to go find those people who are going to help you in the area of your life right now. And you can keep those people there and you can still, you know, be friends and hang out with them. But you need to find new people that are going to further you along in your goals and your values and your own experience of life. I think also when you just surround your people, surround yourself with people who all think the same, like, and I don't mean this in a uh, bad way, but like you become narrow minded because you're not open to other views. Everybody yeah. sees and it's like, you guys, yeah, you guys all are like, oh, you all think the same way and all this stuff like, but you're not opening yourself up to like other arguments. Like I have friends um from different backgrounds and cultures and stuff like that so like it's always nice to see their perspective on stuff like i have female friends like it's nice to get their perspective because maybe it's something that i didn't think of and it changes my perspective ever so slightly yeah you know what i mean and it just keeps the conversation going and it keeps it interesting and it just doesn't feel like i'm talking to myself exactly i mean if you only ever look at one side of a cube for your entire life you're going to think that cube is one dimensional and that's all there is to look at. But it's until you grab it and look at the other sides and take the time to understand every side of that, you know, changing your perspective, then you'll never really understand what all there is to be had. Because on the exact opposite side of the only side you've been looking at your entire life could be entirely different and could be more conducive to the lifestyle that you want to live and to the person that you want to be. Yeah. So, I mean, moral of the story, at the end of the day, you just need to be open to having new friends, having people who have different ideas, and really just keeping yourself open to just the unknown. Because you yeah. never know, like, what you can learn and how you can shape yourself in the process. And that's probably the biggest thing is, like, from when I was heavy and just, you know, decision-making early on in life, I was so very set in stone and, like, just narrow vision, like, tunnel vision, basically, with what was going on and you know, having met so many different people and from different backgrounds along the way, it just really changed a lot of like my perspective on stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, uh, we've, uh, we have inspired a few people because I, I, I hear stories every now and then like, uh, there's, there's one of the guys that he's a regular at the bar and I turn him on on the show and he, he comes up to me every weekend. Uh, you know who you are and he, shout out to the bar he, he, and he's always, you know, he'll talk to me about some of the episodes and, and stuff like that. But so he, he was saying that like he lives with a, a, a tall, skinny guy that used to be bigger. And then he lives with a really big guy. And, you know, he's saying how he kind of like put the put a scale in the bathroom uh, so that they kind of like self-consciously, you know, want be like one guy like, oh, I'm really, really um, light. And then the other guy's like, oh, I'm really heavy. And so cause he's working on himself, too. Then our, our shows kind of help help them. Yeah. Uh, push himself and and it's inspiring him to try and inspire the people in his life that he cares about and the roommates and, and, you know, like you talking about keeping your, your stuff clean and, and all that. And, and, uh, just like building those habits of maintaining your life. Like he said, as the house and had a house meeting to try and like, Hey guys, like we're all adults. Let's keep our shit clean and trying to like inspire the people around him to be better. But I think it's very important to him. And well, I guess to you, if you're listening to this one is like, remember too at the same time, if, they're not willing to listen, then that's on them. Like, be the change that you want to see in the world. You know, you know saying you can't lead a horse to water. Exactly. And well, you like, can lead them to water, but you just can't make them drink. Some there's yeah, some stubborn yeah. horses. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just you know some people. I would also say maybe be a little weary. People go through a lot of different things in life. Um, 
that can contribute to them being like having body dysmorphia. Like if somebody's super skinny, you know what I mean? Like how they can see themselves. So I would, I would maybe err on the side of caution of just like leaving a scale as like a way of like yeah motivation. Cause like that could like not to, not to be the tipping point, you know what I mean? Of like really yeah. upsetting somebody. Um, because you know, dude, I never wanted to step on a scale or yeah. see a scale. You but know I mean, what I mean? It, it sounds like it's been working for them because apparently they've been yeah. like, hey, will you go to the gym with me? Stuff like that. So, I And mean, then, hey, that's yeah. the best case scenario but right I mean, there. Because that's like what, what we're doing with this is like I, through this, am trying to be and inspire the change that I want to see in the world. And I think it's very important for people to do that too within their own friend groups. But also realize at the same time too, like not everyone is going to be open and willing to start that change or to change. They're content being where they are. And if they are, cool, leave them there. Let them be. Don't put like, it's the same yeah. thing I tell people like religion. Like you can believe and do whatever you want to be. Like just do not push that on me. Yeah. Like your, your beliefs are your beliefs, but mine are mine. So, you know, we can be friends. We can talk about shit, but like, you know, that, that's fine. And same thing like with the, my motivation and, and fitness and all that. Like I have a lot of friends that they don't care about fitness or nutrition or anything at, like that at all. But they don't shit on you for it. Exactly. And then I don't, I don't show it down their throats. Like I'm gonna be like, well, you, if you just did this or this, like you'd be, you know. And that's how we treat each other with respect. Exactly. Exactly. That's what's the point. Just respect the people around you. Yeah. You know, what's rule number one of the legion? Don't be a dick. Damn. Yeah. Am I out of the legion? <laughs> <laughs> You're an asshole. You're not. You're not much of a dick. Yeah. But no, a, there's a difference. No, I. I just think that's very. You know what I mean? Just because people aren't in your lifestyle doesn't mean you can't be their friend. As long as they're not shitting on you, like, dude, I'd, I'll be anybody's friend. I'm cool with anybody. Yeah. I had a coworker come up to me because she said her son was struggling with some weight, and she's like, "Well, do you train?" I was like, "I train with people," and she's like, "Well, how much would you charge?" I was like, "I wouldn't charge your son anything to train with me at the gym." Yeah. I was like, "I would never." I was like, "I've." learned so much from people just taking and giving me their time to teach me how to do stuff i was like i that is my like i would never charge for that first of all i'm not a personal trainer but even if i was like i don't get satisfaction out of doing that like i would just pay it forward exactly people have done it for me it's all i can do to do to teach somebody else some of the basics to get them started yeah and that's one of the beautiful things about being not only being a person striving for better but being around people that strive for better is it's all just a system of paying it forward. Like once you start rolling in an upward direction, like people are going to reach out and help you. You're going to help them. Like you're going to learn stuff. Like, like I always know things that you don't know. And you're going to know a lot of things that I don't know. And if we're both striving for success, well, we can help each other. Now we're going to grow exponentially. Now and I'm going to know the things that you know, and you're going to know the things that I know, and we're going to be better off for Exactly. It. And now we can grab a third person and then we can share with them. Then we grab a fourth person, share with them. And that's what I'm, What's you do with this whole project that is the Legion Lifestyles? Build a community of hardworking, successful motherfuckers that are all wanting to just do and be the best that we can possibly be and be the change in the world that we want to see. And we can build this legion of people that can help each other do it. Oh, I got a reference for you. This so, is like that episode from Naruto. Oh, see yeah. Naruto where uh, have uh, I seen, during have the I seen Naruto? Yes, the great the great ninja war where yep. he had to mold his chakra so it fit everybody so he can get them in unison so he could have them all like when he could transport them it's just oh, like yeah. making himself fit everybody yeah. else specifically like i'm gonna work with everybody and branch myself out because like everybody's different but like i can make it work with everybody like to whatever extent like that's just like going the extra step yeah yeah exactly i mean it's exactly like that you know 
uh, like what we're doing here, like we're putting ourselves out there for the world to judge. And I mean, you know, like, like we're probably not going to grow the fastest because we're not, we're not for everybody. Like we're, we're targeting, you know, if you're listening to this and you're, you're a repeat listener, like we're part of a very niche community. We're a very small percentage of the population. And so it's harder to find like-minded individuals. And, you know, so if you're if you stick around long enough and you you share this with other like-minded individuals and and you help this show grow, then we can build a legion of people who are this strong knit community who are constantly helping each other grow. You know, like I would love to be able to get to the point of like having like a like a I don't know, like a Discord forum or, or something like that where people can go and ask questions and and not us but other people help them out and and inspire other people to grow and, and do better and. And that's what I want to see in the world. That's what I want to see. And if you're if you don't go out of your way to try and find those people who are trying to be better, then you're never going to be able to experience change or anything like that. You're going to be right where you are, right with your shitty, drunk, asshole friends who are doing the same shit. And if they're content doing that, that's fine. But if you are listening to this, clearly you want to be better. You want more out of life. And so if you're hanging around those people who aren't striving to be better, then you're doing a disservice to yourself because you're not going to grow. Yeah, I mean, self-reflection. Like, if you aren't happy with where you're at, look at your surroundings. Yeah. Simple. Take everything in. Take some time. And, you know, you need to figure out what's not working. And then if you have to cut ties, then that's what you got to do. But, like, if it didn't say it would be easy. No, and I've had I've ended two ten year plus friendships or whatever, you know what I mean? Because like it was for my betterment. Yeah, I mean it's just like this whole lifestyle. It's it's not supposed to be easy. It's it wouldn't be good if it was easy. It's supposed to be hard and difficult and have struggle and strife through it. But once you get on the other side of that, you're gonna be so much better off for it. I know I am. What is that saying? Nothing in life that's easy is worth having. Exactly. Yeah, I agree with that. 100%. You know, think of all the women you've been with in your life that have been easy. Was it worth it? Or do you remember the ones that made you work for it? (laughs) Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Shout out to Megan. (laughs) With that being said, I think that's a phenomenal place to wrap this one up. Oh, yeah. It was a beautiful conversation, Randy. I enjoyed this. Thank you for having me. If you guys liked the Dean and Randy episode, you know what to do. Leave a comment. Tell us what you liked, what you didn't like, what you want to hear in the next episode of The Legion Lifestyle. Hit us up on our social medias, Facebook, The Legion Lifestyle Podcast, Instagram, The Legion Lifestyle, my personal Instagram. I'm Dean, and so can you. Let us know what you want to hear on the next episode of Legion Lifestyle. If you guys have any questions, anything about us, our own personalities, any advice in the gym, nutrition, philosophy, whatever it is you guys want us to talk about, let us know. Or just say, you know, hey, what's up in the comments? It don't matter. We'll, uh, we'll give you a shout on the next episode if you do. Uh, there'll probably be a poll at the bottom of the episode, maybe. I don't know how long these lies or all those will actually work, but you know, make sure to vote on it and let us know what you want to hear in the next episode of The Legion Lifestyle. You got anything else, Randy? Nope, that's it. Don't forget to get out there, be better than you were yesterday, and make the world better than you found it. See Peace you guys. Out,